change, but I ain't changing. Nah. I remain the same. And you are now tuned into another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. Brought to you by M3S3 Clothing, Men Make Moves and Sucker Stand Steel. And as always, on the mighty, mighty, mighty Nerve DJs Radio Network. Yo, I'm not sure what's going on with the Instagram. For some reason, it's not letting me go live with the Instagram. That's okay, because we got one of the most phenomenal actresses in the history of skin and bones and vocal cords on the show today. When I say we only rock with legends over this way, I absolutely mean it. And today is absolutely no exception. Detroit's finest in the building. Sierra Angelia, how you doing, Queen? How you guys doing? I'm doing great. How about you? How's your family? Oh my gosh, I'm doing excellent. My family is blessed. Um, Holiday season has been going excellent. I'm just thankful to be here. You're looking spectacular. Thank you. So, what's it like being Sierra Angelia? Oh, wow. What a question. (laughs) I (laughs) say... The first thing that came to my mind, honestly, is busy. I have been very blessed lately. I've been very booked, so I've been traveling a lot. Just got back from uh, Houston, Texas, filming out there. So life is just pulling me in a lot of different directions, but I'm not complaining. Why acting? Well, um since I was like a little kid, my mom, she used to put me in uh, like theater shows and she used to uh, just put me in modeling gigs and I really fell in love with the camera. So in high school, I joined a theater group called Mosaic. Uh, it's in Detroit, Michigan. And mm-hmm. from there, I just fell in love with the art of acting, just becoming different characters, being able to, <laughs> to act out my anger on stage, get it all out and come home and be pleasant. <laughs> What, what what high school did you go to? West Bloomfield High School. See, I was thinking Cass. What? Really? Yeah, a lot of my friends did. A lot of my friends that uh, went to Mosaic, they also went to Cass. So. Okay. I interviewed uh, Thomas Harris. Oh, Coach, okay. Yeah, Coach, last, last, last month. Mm-hmm. And my thoughts about you was, who hurt you? Who, me? Yes. <laughs> and and, and let, me, let, me, let me explain why I say that. Um, sometimes it can be difficult for very beautiful women to translate emotionally. Whereas women want to be with, be them and men want to be with them. Sometimes people just say, oh, they're just a pretty face. But there's something about you that makes people feel like I could hang out with her. And that usually comes from somebody hurting you. Oh, oh, okay. No? I haven't. I honestly haven't had um, too <laughs> too hard of a life. I mean, I've been hurt by ex-boyfriends and things like that, but I don't think <laughs> I, I mean, every woman has, but I don't think I've really had, um, you know, a, a, a ton of actual trauma. I uh, actually, I talked to my my friend about this recently. The most impactful thing that's happened to me that has really truly um, changed my perspective on life was my father passing mm. and that was extremely hard because we were very close so outside of that it's just um yeah it's just the, the <laughs> i try and look on the bright side of things 
And, and my deepest condolences on, on your loss. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, when did he pass? 2019. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, I lost my mother in 2020. Mm-hmm. I still haven't gotten used to Christmas because Christmas was kind of like our thing. Mm-hmm. And it's still, yeah. like, it's, it's still hard. Yeah. It's not, um, it's not easy. But. It's not. Um, how many movies have you done? Oh, man, I knew you were going to ask me that, and I meant to look it up myself, but I um, I don't know. I think maybe maybe 20 movies, I believe. I want to say, I think, I don't know if I counted 26 or 27. Oh, man, I'm off. <laughs> I mean, well, you know what? When, you, when you're getting good work and you're good at it, eh, you know, you're going gonna to miss a couple. took a long time for me to book anything first of all so i was living in la auditioning consistently for anything anybody short films student films whatever (laughs) whoever would see me i would be in front of you um auditioning and i just i wasn't booking anything for a a long time and um, then i got like some commercial work and um but when i tell you that when i got my first independent film Mm -hmm. since that point in my life Things just took off, and they really haven't um, slowed down. Thanks to God. So it's just it. It's just so fast. It's like I feel like it was yesterday that I just I wanted to get in at least one movie and get seen in, in some way. But things have changed. What was the first movie? Uh, so my first feature film that I got the lead in was Circumstances, and um, that's by Split Motion Pictures and um, directed by B.T. Jones. And I'm so appreciative to them. I tell them all the time that I that was th- those were the first people that took a, a chance on me to lead a film, and yeah, it was it was excellent. And they did what three of those? Yeah, they did. Yeah, I think I watched uh, two the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Cheaters though, man. Um, like that was a really really good movie. Yeah, it's my favorite. Is it? Yeah, it's my. I love romantic comedies, so. Uh, it's just, um, yeah, it's one of my favorite films because I feel like I got to be uh, more of myself and really, um, I really melted into that character. So that was, uh, yeah, one of my favorite characters. Can cheaters change? You know, if you're, you're asking Sierra or you're asking Jada from the movie. Because- no, I'm asking Sierra. <laughs> <laughs> Sierra will tell you real and it's an absolute no. I don't believe it. If you have cheated... And that is such a deal breaker for me. That's so not true. I don't feel that you're not, I mean, good luck to you. I I wish you well. (laughs) (laughs) There's no going back. I tell, like, run, do not stop, go, just, just keep it moving. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Because I feel like once you have that in you, once you know that you can, get away with something like that and then hurt somebody that you allegedly love in that way, then it's like, you, I don't know, you crossed the line. It's like, you might, like a killer might kill again. I don't know. You, you, you get what I'm I, I get, well, you know what though? I, I'll say that within one relationship, I feel you. Okay. But like, uh, like in the movie, they said, if you're a serial cheater, you're always a cheater, which is like when I was in my twenties, I'm just an ain't shit nigga. When you get in your 30s, you're looking at things differently. Mm-hmm. 
You know, when you have kids, you know, you look at things differently. When I when when my daughters, when I realize, you know what, my daughters are actually gonna grow up. You know, first couple of years, I probably was still an ain't shit nigga. Probably about three years old, mm-hmm. maybe four. So I realizing, you know what? Okay, I can be an ain't shit nigga to an extent, but what they see from their father has to be a stand up guy. Yeah. And then at some point, you can't hide the shit. You either got to be a stand up guy all around, or they just gonna see an ain't shit nigga. And I don't want my kids to see an ain't shit nigga. Luckily for you, you you had that epiphany. I don't really know. I don't know. I think women are 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 uh they have surpassed men. I don't. <laughs> oh, oh, now you got nothing to say about that one, huh? Don't feel like black women cheat, so I oh, can't speak on. Oh my god! I don't. I don't. I can't make nothing. <laughs> so I, sorry, cannot help you. How How does your boyfriend feel about the love scenes? Difficult for him? No, oh, I'm fiance now. I just oh. got engaged. Okay, a- congratulations. Does the world know, or is this like new to everybody? It is not new. I mean, I posted. If you looked at my Instagram. I am very business oriented on my Instagram. I try and be at least. I'll do reels and things, but I keep my paid professional. And then my reels are, um, you get a little glimpse into my life, but I really love my privacy. So if you watch my page, yes, you would know, but you would have to really truly be paying attention because I've posted it multiple times. How, how do you propose? Um, he proposed on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. He uh, came to North Carolina with me and my family. And uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny because my mom set it up like me and my grandparents and my aunts and uncles and uh, my boyfriend at the time were taking a picture and they kept leaving him out the picture. So I'm like, what are y'all doing? Get my baby in the picture. And they're like, no, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. I'm like, no, he's not going to be fine. I want him to stand behind me <laughs> in the picture. And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And then they started playing this uh, this uh, Frank Sinatra song that I absolutely love. And I started dancing to it. And then he like comes all mysteriously up to me. He's like, I've been trying to find the words to say. I'm like, trying to say what? He like, he got down on one knee. I'm like, oh, this is a serious thing. I I had no clue. I didn't. I had not a one minuscule of a clue and uh yeah he proposed in front of my entire family and it was just the sweetest thing and i was just excited and then my sister-in-law she made t-shirts for us and it said future miss clayton and he had mr clayton it was just so it was perfect damn they just knew you wasn't gonna say no huh oh no right what <laughs> they, they had t-shirts made <laughs> I'm out of there. <laughs> you out? I'm out of there. I'm mad at your mama for one. <laughs> and you set me up. You knew about this, and and you 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 didn't you wasn't a hundred percent. Right? You ain't keep it real with me. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm a little. <laughs> <laughs> um, are, are you comfortable being a sex symbol? I don't think I am a sex symbol. You gotta am be I kidding me! Symbol? Oh my! 
I'm about, I'm about to hang up on you. I, I people talk about me crying all the time, and I, I don't know what to say. It's in the script, so that's really that's <laughs> like that's what I get picked on the most about. They're like, oh my gosh, every time I see her, she's gonna cry. I'm like, well, it says on page twenty three that truthfully <laughs> she. <laughs> Um, ooh, it's a lot of sexy women out there, and they handle it well. I feel like I'm just um, I, I I indulge in a lot of different types of characters, or at least I thought I did. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I am. I don't know. You 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 yeah, definitely. Um, character wise, what do you enjoy the most? Characters who suffer the most. So yes, that means that they probably will cry. But um, yeah, I like I like characters that go through something dramatic, mm-hmm. and they have like you know peaks and valleys that I can really stretch my tool because that's that's why I do what I do. I really actually love acting. So it's not for popularity. It's not for money. It's not for anything other than the fact that I actually love what I do and. Um, I love it most when I get to exercise my tool. So characters that suffer. The career doesn't jump off, but what else would you do? Well, I also have a um, my master's in nursing. So I was an RN before I was um, an actress. I went to school for both theater and nursing, and I worked as a travel nurse until I booked my first... uh, Commercial until I was able to support myself financially mm-hmm. through acting. Yo, you was making some good money there. You, you understand? Travel nursing. Oh my god! Making, making no, no, I was so twenty two is when I graduated with my BSN, and then I um, went to school online. And even still, even just as a travel RN with your bachelor's, that's bread. Beautiful money is so delicious. So. Oh my god! I, um. I've been an LPN for like 30 years. Just been too lazy to go back to school, to be quite honest. You can travel as an LPN too. You can't. can't, Absolutely. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a routine type of person. So the whole travel thing, and then they be having you work like 12 hour shifts, like five, six days in a row. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But yo, I did not know that you were a nurse. Yep. I'm a nurse. And I keep my license active because I went to school for too long for that thing to go um, to, to expire. So I keep it active. And then, you know, I, I might want to, you know, start some kind of healthcare business or something to where I can use my license to be over it. I never know. So I still have it active. So what, what was it about nursing? I just love helping people. I'm the really? nurse of my family too. Anybody's, anyone in my family is sick. I, I'm, I'm hands on deck. I am <laughs> my family's nurse. So I'm, I, I guess I still am a nurse in that when I, when I think about it. Yeah, they they never actually listen to you. They do listen to me. Oh, they you you you're different because they'll call me for advice. I say do X Y and Z, and I call them the next day. Did you do X Y and Z? No, I I I drank some ginger <laughs> ale and put a band aid on it. Then why you call me? No, see that's different. See, I will show up at your doorstep. I don't care if you are still back in North Carolina, if you wherever you are, I'm coming to help. Oh no, you better than me. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not showing up at your Plans damn doorstep. Like in effect, whether you like it or not. How do you prepare for a role? 
Well, I like to do like a blind read of the script. So the first time I read the script, then I just kind of, I get a vision of how I see the character if, as if I were watching the movie. Mm-hmm. And then um, I really work on building my character's backstory and things that my character likes and doesn't like. And um, that's the most fun. That's where I have my most fun is really, truly building that um, backstory and finding clues in the script about uh, the character so that I can enhance my own backstory. And um, yeah, and that's, and that's where I go from there. How big a difference does a director make? Huge, huge a very huge difference. Um, you can have a, a talented actor, and if they're paired with the, the wrong director, their talents won't um, show, won't come through. And I think it's because as an actor, we're like, we're like instruments. Like, I'm like a violin, and the director, he's like a conductor. So he is the one that is telling me to go, to bring out, bring it out more, go, you know, should know whatever you know and he is the one dictating how i use my instrument and it could sound beautiful or it can sound like you are at a elementary orchestra concert is there somebody you 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 feel most comfortable with thus far there are a few directors that i love to work with but i don't want to name everybody because i don't want anybody to be like you didn't say my name But yes, there are a few that I just adore, and um, and I and I let them know that. So you know, it's, when I work with someone that I really feel is pushing me and is um, just 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 a great like give and take energy, then I hands my hats off to them, hands down to them. That I, I, I let them know, I give them their flowers immediately. Oh, and congratulations on your best breakthrough actress award. Oh. Thank you. That's pretty dope and well deserved. Um, and, and Tubi, I know Tubi gets a, a knock in some aspects, but there are some really, really great movies. Um, like Very Merry, uh, is it a Very Merry Hood Christmas? Yeah. Am I saying that right? That's Yo, that's one of my favorite movies. Me too. It's oh. funny. And I watch it for the holidays and I know I'm in it, but if I wasn't in it, I would still watch that movie during the holidays. Who do you study? When you when it comes to like other actors, actresses? Oh man. Okay, so I absolutely I know there's a lot of things surrounding this person, but I love David Pickett. She's a very talented actress. Um I love Angelina Jolie. Merle Streep, obviously. Um oh and a, another er, uh, character, um Jonathan Majors. I just I love his performance in Creed Three. Mm-hmm. Just, I just, just the nuances of these very, very talented actors. I just love. I could watch their films over and over again. Yeah, your band is getting the raw end of the deal. I know. I don't. I, it's like I don't know what happened. So I hate to. I don't like to put my two cents on anything like that. But I will say that I think that he's a talented actor, and you know, I wish him well. Does it suck that you can't, that you have to be so careful with what you say? Yes, so bad. It sucks so bad. But that's why you have your close circle of friends that you can be yourself and be 100% um, free with. But it's just, what sucks is that everything you say mm-hmm. can and will Man. come back to bite you in the butt 
eventually, no matter how long ago it was, no matter if you were a teenager, you know, like I, I even went back to my Twitter account. I'm like, did I ever say anything when I was? <laughs> oh, shit. you know what I mean? Like, what, did I, what was I saying? And um, it's just, it sucks because cancel culture is is real, and you can go from making a very nice paycheck to making nothing based upon something that you said maybe when you were 14. So yeah, it sucks. Yeah, see, I I have reached old nigga status where I can kind of get away with a lot more because they're like, well, he doesn't really know, you know, back in his day, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But this cancel culture shit is, it's like, they act like people, like everybody is the same from the time they were 12 to the time they're 70. Yeah. If you're the same person, you failed at life. Yeah. They'll give you any room to grow. What's what's you, what would you say artistically is your biggest growth? Artistically, what is my biggest growth? Um, hmm. Hmm, that's a good question. Oh, I think that my comedic timing is way better, even though I came from like the the uh, the YouTube and the skit world, my uh, comedic timing on film has gotten so much better. And I'm so excited for these films that I've done that are um, funny to come out because um, I think people are going to be surprised. What you got coming out? Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, I'm using my phone for this. Okay, so I have hmm, Head Over Heel, Hill that um, I believe is going to be on All Black. I have... Um, Blue Devils, Ooh. Lacey, Henry, which is a slasher uh, horror film I just shot. That one's so good. Oh my gosh, I can't wait for that one. Um, yeah, that that's a new one right there. I, I'm going to have to check Henry. Yes. Yes, by Boomtown. Oh my goodness. This film is so good and I love that no one's going to be able to catch the the twists that are occurring in the film mm-hmm. and um i love films like that I, I love them and on top of that it's my first actual like slasher type of um film oh i have um bash which is my first faith-based film as well and then um the mistress jeez you putting in work out here yeah yeah, I've been working nonstop, but that's why I'm so thankful for my friends and uh, my fiance and my family around me because my support system is just out of this world. And that's a fact. It's just my support system go crazy. And they're the reason why I can stay so grounded and still have um, positivity around me and not go crazy from filming back to back. How do you stop being arrogant? Really arrogant for no, well, 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 how you stop from being arrogant? Let me rephrase that. Uh, I think that arrogant people don't have people that okay, I don't know if this is gonna be sound wrong or not, but I feel like if you are truly a deeply seated arrogant person, then you probably don't have a lot of people that love you around you or that really show you um genuine love because when you're happy 
and you have love around you, it's hard to be an asshole. It's really hard to to put that into the environment because you want other people to feel the way that you feel. And you also don't have anyone, if people love you, you also have no one to tell you, you being an asshole, you need to stop. You, you don't have that kind of um, support. And I think that anybody without that kind of, um, without love or without support around them can become the biggest jerks in the world. Oh Lord, I've been an asshole for a long time. Get you some love. Come on. Wait, I wait. got a lot of love around me. It's just uh <laughs> this, this, this like You know what? I, I it didn't I didn't hit me until I moved out of Detroit that Detroiters are viewed as assholes. And it's not that we're assholes, it's that we're used to seeing us in all types of positions. Uh, like, like I've, I've been to court in Detroit. My judge was black. The prosecutor was black. The defendant was black. So in every aspect, it gives you a certain strength that you may not have in a city where, let's say, you're 30 percent of the, of, of the community. So when I moved to Ohio, it was a different, you know, I got that tag a lot. man. You just an arrogant asshole. And it's like, bro, I'm not. I just think. Things should be. I feel a certain way about me. It's not arrogance. I just love who I am. You know. I, well, you know, it 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 can be misconstrued. You know. Um. What's the biggest thing that people get wrong about you? Probably that they think I'm an asshole, or they think I'm gonna be some kind of like mean girl or something. And I, I I don't understand that. I'm like maybe because of the the type of uh, characters I play. I don't know, but um, I usually get oh wow, you're actually nice. You're nice. I'm like oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm you know, I'm not really. Um, I don't, I think that that has to be it because that and um, the second thing that people usually think about me until they actually meet me or see me is that they say. I thought you were so much taller. I thought you were so much taller. I'm like, no. Well, how tall? How tall are you? I'm five two. Yeah, you look taller. Really? Yeah. I'll take it. The- <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad. I'm mad that you think I'm taller. I'm, I'm very thankful, but but like they like, oh, <laughs> like you little. I'm little. I'm little. I, you know what movies? Uh, like from my understanding, Tom Cruise is very short. You know, so, so movies, you know, I don't know if it's intentional or whatnot, but they just make you look taller than you really are. <laughs> who 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 surprised you with their talent level? Was there somebody that you you underestimated? Hmm. I don't think that I've underestimated someone that's truly surprised me. But I, I will say this. Um, two people that I've worked with on Sisters. Mm-hmm. One, Coco Brown, my God, that woman is phenomenal. She's a great actress, genuine, and just, she um, she's the type of actress that when you're in the scene with her, she makes you a better actress because she okay. makes you feel grounded. She makes you feel comfortable. She makes you feel like this is um, happening. You know, this you're, you're able to really live in that moment. And I was so thankful to have, you know, to have the opportunity to work with her and then, also, Columbus Short, he's 
phenomenal. He's a, a talented actor as well. So uh, working with him was great. But yeah, Coco Brown, my gosh, she's just amazing. I think your chemistry with, with uh, is the brother named Chris from Serial Cheaters. Oh yeah, yeah. I think your chemistry with him is phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, the, that's the whole Mula team. Everyone that has done movies with them, they're just, they're all talented. What I enjoy about them is they use the same people. Mm-hmm. And, and and not only they use the same people, they use the same great people. Mm-hmm. And they know which role is not always the same role. Sometimes it may be on the same freeway, but not the same lane. Mm-hmm. But they they know the strengths of the people they work with, and they play to those strengths. Yeah, and they have some really good scripts. Like they they're the ones. And he told me too um, that they you know Hollywood has come to them several times, and they like nah, we cool over here right now. Yeah, I mean if it's not broke, why fix it? They remind me of of. Not in the movies that they make, but in the way they go about making their movies, Adam Sandler. <laughs> okay. And and the reason wow. I say that is because he uses the same core. Mm-hmm. He's got he's got a system that works for that core, and they make movies that they're good at making. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I've heard the difference between like Thomas Harris. Directing and other directors. What do you think about the scene in Detroit currently? The uh, film scene? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's flourishing. There are so many creatives making films, and I think that that's a beautiful thing for the city because that's, you know, it's bringing jobs that to people who may have not been able to get a job that, you know, pays as much money. And it's, I think it's beautiful and it's growing and it's, Everyone is getting better, so um, I think it's, it's a good movement. Outside of acting, um, you produce. Yes, I do. What, what have you produced? So the first thing I ever produced was a series called Pay of Hollywood. It's currently on Black Oak, and um, it's uh, kind of like a uh, it's kind of like The Office. It puts you in that vein. It's a mockumentary mm-hmm. where you follow a group of production assistants on the set of a soap opera and we have like a neurotic producer just um it's like a motley group of people that come together and we are trying to form a union because of how they're uh how we're being treated so i uh created that one produced it and i started in it alongside uh matt houston and then i uh was a producer on all the shine i didn't write it i didn't uh, direct it but i was a producer and um that one is on to be right now Okay, what exactly, what's the difference? So for, so with Pay of Hollywood, I literally wrote all, you know, wrote the scripts and okay. then um, got the funding directly uh, from Black Oak and then I produced it, meaning I hired everyone. I, um, me and uh, Matt both cast the entire uh, um, cast. We, um, we pretty much put every little piece together and um, we also own the um, IP for it. So we're still going to be able to do season two. And um, we own that. When it comes to me just being a producer on All the Shine, for example, I still help to put the pieces together. Mm-hmm. But that was alongside Dewan Ford, who was our executive producer. 
and um, Xavier Miles, who is also a producer, but he's also the director. And um, we kind of put the pieces together, uh, together as a team. And um, as a producer on it, I it's not that I have the final say with how things go. Mm-hmm. It's more so uh, my input is um, heavily weighed, and I help to cast like uh, or not uh, cast. I help to hire the different crew members. Like I recommended Ro, who was our DP, and um, helped with the locations and uh, things like that. Yo, that's crazy. What exactly is you said Black Oak, right? Mm-hmm. Black Oak what, TV. What, so, so, so I, I've never heard of that. Is that like a network? So it's a new streaming platform, and it highlights Black creators. Oh wow! Yeah, I wrote that down wrong. Let me. Uh, so it, it's just—is it a? It's just an app. I can go to like iTunes. Mm-hmm. Yep, you can uh, download the app. I want to say you can also put it on your TV as well. Uh, so yeah, it's called Black Oak. Oh, I'm gonna definitely have to go through that. What, what do you prefer to producing? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you can, like, when, but I, I prefer to create and produce my own content because uh, that way I can really be in control of what the final um, outcome looks like. As an actor, it's so vulnerable. It's such a vulnerable position to be in because you come to set, uh, you're not involved in any pre or post unless you have like ADR or something, but mm-hmm. you usually just come to set, you do your thing, and once you're wrapped, you are wrapped. They might call you to come back and do some ADR, but other than that, or you know, or a pickup day or something, but other than that, you don't really have a say in how the film's cut, how you know any of the sound, the score of the film, the color of the film, the, you know, and there are so many components that make a film great, and editing especially. And I think that that is looked over a lot of times, which is why sometimes people aren't able to follow along um, stories or um, really get involved in a story due to the editing. But if I am the creator and I'm the producer on it, then I get to sit there and make sure each component gets done correctly. That's got to be. God damn, that's just too much going on for me. <laughs> it is like like I get I get. OK, yeah, um, I, I, I'm cool with hiring the actors. Maybe the soundtrack, but like, how do you decide who's gonna like, like, actually film it? Not the director, mm-hmm. but like, who's behind the camera? Who's holding the boom mic? Mm-hmm. Like, like, who does the editing? Like, like, how do you know? Okay, well, I enjoy this person's editing job. Well, luckily for me, I have had the privilege of networking with a lot of great, great, phenomenal DPs and. Um, editors and just sound mixers, all of that. So for me, it's more so just personal relationships. I know that if um, I hire this DP, he can execute a great um, look. He, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of times they have a team that they work alongside. Okay. Often. So the DP may already come with um, an, an AC and um, his own group of people that he can come and bring on set. And uh, that that way, that's great too. But if not, then it's just really. I've been like I said, I've, I've been in a lot of movies. I can tell who's great and who's not great <laughs> from the product. <laughs> so a lot of times, like this last set I was on, um, the one in Houston, um, Henry, mm-hmm. the uh, key grip, he was phenomenal, and he was in Houston. And I said, uh, I need your contact information because 
when I produce my film, I, w- I would fly you here to do the job that you are doing, you know, here. Like, you are amazing. And it really, that's why networking is so important because you don't really want to have to go through a list of resumes. You don't want to have to go through people's reels. You want to be able to have people in your back pocket and say, I know this person can deliver. I know that person can deliver. I'll put them together and we're going to have a great film. What's the key grip? So he did the lighting. So um, he sets the mood. So you can have, if you've ever looked at a film and like, let's say the person just looks flat mm-hmm. or like the light, like you can see the shadows. Like a lot of time ladies wear the, the lashes and they have the shadows under their yeah. eyes. Or it's just, just a, or, or just a very generic looking um, look. That person may not have, have lit it well, but you might also like, if you look at a euphoria, and you have you might have purple lighting here shading this you know this side of my face and the green light shading this bottom part and the back might be like more of a amber and it's setting the the mood for whatever the scene is meant to be okay so they really make they're very important because they really make the film look more like um moving pictures which is what it's supposed to look like it's supposed to look beautiful and like you know, each still can be a picture. Okay, and I, I know I, I'm not asking you to name any movies, um, but have you done anything and you, and you look back and you're like, no. Absolutely, and I will be honest <laughs> about that. I will not lie. I have done so many times. I won't even say just once. I will say that, um, especially um, coming up, you don't know these things, and it's all, you know, you, you learn and you, you know, you decide what to do with your brand. And I'd say that I'd look back and thought, wow, this does not look the way that I thought it would look in my head. And that goes along with what I said about being a vulnerable actor. You don't mm-hmm. have any control. You just do the best that you can do. And it's like, that's my image out there. And it's, it's not what I thought it was going to look like. So I'm kind of sad about that. But, but I've also had films and I look back at the, the movie and I'm like, wow, this is beautiful. Like it's beautiful, like in the serial cheater, they it's beautiful. It's a beautiful film, and I can watch it with the sound on and off because they lit it well. It looks yeah. beautiful, and they they shot it well. We have a good team, so it just it's a beautiful film. So um, yeah, it's I've looked back and felt that way, but I've also looked back and thought, man, thank you for making me look so pretty. <laughs> I, I there are some movies you look at and you like, okay. These niggas had twenty dollars. Had to have been. They had like <laughs> although I will say like like uh buffs. Oh, I love but, that movie. Oh my god, I love that movie. But they clearly had no money. But you know, okay, so this is that's another thing. So that's a genre thing too. So buffs is a comedy. Yeah. And a lot of times they that doesn't have to look magical or beautiful you know it's not it just gotta be funny it's not a romantic comedy serial cheaters are romantic comedy so that has to look beautiful the you know you can watch buffed buffed up and get a great laugh you got some great comedians in there and it doesn't matter yeah (laughs) it did (laughs) because that's a funny ass movie yeah that, that yeah that's more so of a genre thing i never looked at it that way Although, yeah, man, that's got to be one of my favorite movies at this point. Because um, <laughs> <Mine too. it, laughs> I watched it. 
I watched it a few times and I'm dying laughing each time. Yeah. Um, okay. Favorite movie that's not yours? Uh, so, have you ever seen City of Gods? No. Okay. Go watch that one. It's amazing. Um, I also like Pan's Labyrinth. Have you seen that? Never even heard of that one. I heard of City of Gods. Okay. Um, I also... Okay, I have one that I know you have heard of. Okay. I feel like this film is like written perfectly. And that is Forrest Gump. Okay, I fucks with Forrest Gump. <laughs> Although, film, for me, Shawshank Redemption is probably my favorite movie. That's a good one. That's a real good one. Then if you like that one, you might like Pan's Labyrinth. It's like, it's like a Shawshank, that feeling of a Shawshank paired with like, um, as odd as it is, Narnia or some kind of magical um, movie. Really? Yeah. Because it's got the grittiness of the war. And then it's about this kid who is in, you know, in the midst of this war, who finds mm. this kind of magical, kind of, it's magical with some monsters in it too, but like a magical land. And it's, um, yeah. Ah, Dwayne Castleberry said Paris, La- uh, Pan's Labyrinth was dope. Yeah, yeah. So you got somebody else out there. Favorite cartoon. <laughs> What's your favorite cartoon? Boondocks. Easy. Boom, boom is, yeah, I fuck Even with though Boondocks kind of crosses over into the anime world, which I love anime. I love um, like Attack on Titans. I love um, Parasite. And yeah, I think that's some generational shit because it's just like, <laughs> like I, I don't get the anime. You got okay. Try Attack on Titan. Try it. It okay. Attack, uh, Anime is kind of like adult cartoons. It's very real, realism paired with animation. It's so good. You got to try it. You got to give it a chance. I have tried it, and it's just like sped up cartoons. <laughs> no, it's not. I promise. Try, try Attack on Titan. Like, uh, I, 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 Family Guy just, just man, well, has me dying. Family Guy is like comedy. It's like, I like to watch that kind of stuff when I'm going to sleep. Like, <laughs> 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 not because it puts me to sleep. Not because it puts me to sleep, but because I don't just like, no. No, not, not, yeah, I think you just kind of low-key called me dumb. I'm no. just... <laughs> See, I can't watch scary movies. They give me nightmares. I love scary movies. Oh no, I'm I got I will be woke the whole night. I'll have nightmares. Oh, it's pretty bad. And I've been like that most of my life. Like the Freddy Krueger was hilariously scary. Yeah, those are like, you know, those kind of scary movies don't bother me. Yeah. And I'm I don't cool. even like to watch those kinds, I really more so enjoy the supernatural, the insidious, the sinister, the um, one I just watched that came out this year was uh, Talk to Me. It's a great horror film. I like Hereditary. I like all of the horror films. Oh, man. Um, I'm trying to think. What was a good movie that I've... 
that I've seen recently. Like, let me. Is the movie experience even worth it anymore? Like getting up and going out to the theater. a good home theater then it's comparable i'll give you that but if it's if you're comparing watching a movie in my bed or on my couch versus going to the theater and just getting like a more immersive experience then i think that it's um it's i i, I like going to the theater I, I like to feel you know to hear the sounds around me and to um lean my seat all the way back put the warmer on have my popcorn probably got popcorn chicken tender Pretzels, because I like food. I got everything, and I'm just having a good time. A slushy, like it's it's a good time. I'm having a good time. That shit costs like a hundred dollars now, though. It does. That's why you can't go all the time. Just, yeah, you got you got you know got to wear big coats and sneak shit in. You I know. just sneak stuff in. I, do. I can't see you doing that. I do. I, I, listen now. One thing I will say is that I like to sleep, so I'm sneaking stuff in, but I'm also buying. So y'all, they good. I'm sneaking in when I can't buy here. You don't look like the cooking type. Really? Yeah. Good. You look like the delegate type. I'm still delicate. I just want to eat. Food. No, 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 not delicate, but delegate. Like oh, you delegate. do this. Yeah, you do that. You do this, and uh, See? I'll pay for it. See, you thought I, that's that's. What, does that mean? Is that what I like? Well, you know what? Um, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> smiling more i guess i don't know no i mean we all have our preconceived notions Mm -hmm. and certain things you know you see a phenomenally gorgeous woman you're not thinking she's slaving over a stove i don't know about slaving but i'm definitely cooking something it's going to be delicious that i can guarantee you you will want seconds that i can guarantee so are you still in 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 detroit area um so i am but I also am in LA and Atlanta and um, Detroit. So those are the three cities that I um, that I film in. What restaurant you like in Detroit? <sighs> um, my, oh, I like Highlands. Where's that at? It's, I think it's at the top of the Renaissance. Is that what's called the Renaissance? Oh, I'm scared of heights. <laughs> I like Highlands. I also just went to um, a, a new steak. Steakhouse, and I think it's called Merrill. That was mm-hmm. really good. They, I like places that have um, like chef uh, menus where I can just taste a lot of different things and um, get that experience. I love experiences. So if you can give me an experience <laughs> at your restaurant, <laughs> I'm there. I like, uh, what is that? Is that Sloppy Chops? Am oh, I saying it right? Yeah. It's right across the street from the Renaissance. Okay. Oh my God! We went there last time. So I live in Cleveland now. So the last time we went home, um, me and my wife we we went there. Oh my God! The food was phenomenal. I think that's the name. Of it. And, and I know my boy gonna kill me because he, he he like his people own it. So I know he's gonna kill me. Uh, but I've only been there once. I would definitely go there. And uh, fish bones, love fish bones. Oh, that's a, that's a good classic. 
too. Yeah, there's yeah. yeah, we love, you know, they got a really, really diverse menu. Mm-hmm. So, although some of that shit I'm not eating. <laughs> I uh, like shrimp and grits. That's one of my staple favorites. I've never had shrimp and grits. Man. I'm just coming around to chicken and, uh, oh, sloppy, sloppy crab downtown. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I love sloppy crab. Oh, my God, man. I can't wait to go back home. It, it was a little pricey. It was high end. Uh-huh. Um, but given where it's located, I understood. And, you know, the food was, oh, ooh, Lord. Um, I used to like Steve Soul Food, but they just kind of went Hollywood some years back. Oh, okay. And I haven't I, had that either. I've had beans and cornbread. I like that soul food place. And I like um, what's it called? Sweet, sweet something, sweet tavern with their wings. I can't think of their name either. But I've been a sloppy crab. Crab is my or crab legs are my favorite food. So, oh, oh. love this actress. Sierra is so down to earth and talented. Oh, thank you. That that that's Miss Alexander. What's your mom think of you acting? You know, she's she loves me actually. She's like a momager, so she's very supportive. Is she critical? Mm, not really. She's very supportive. She, if I ask her to help me with something, then she's gonna be honest, which I need. But other than that, she's um, yeah, she's keeps it real, but she's definitely a, a strong support system. You got siblings? Nope, just me. Well, I have some now. Now that I'm. I'm about to get married. I have um, a sister and brother-in-law, but no, no blood sickness. So. Oh, wow. When you get, when, when is the big day? <sighs> I don't know. We just kind of are going to decide next year. Cause right now we're just kind of just relaxing. Just went to the Bahamas and we're just relaxing right now. And then we'll decide a little later on. You guys look like you really enjoy each other. Oh, we do. We have so much fun. It's like being with another kid because I'm a big kid. And after our first date, I knew that he was also a big kid. I'm like, oh, this is great. What was the first? (laughs) Where'd you go on the first date? Dave and Buster's. (laughs) (laughs) And he didn't let me win anything at all. I'm not letting you. He shouldn't. No. And you know what? I actually broke my heel trying to beat him in Dance Dance Revolution. I was going so hard. I'm like, you are not winning okay, well, that, that That's your fault. He did buy me some shoes after. I would give him that. I wouldn't have bought you no shoes. I'd tell hey, you know what? Best friends then. Both of you. <laughs> 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 Don't just, along. just fine. Make it's not fun. my fault. You didn't realize that we were going to be dancing and didn't take your shoes off. Yeah, we did that. And then we also went to, um, right after that date, we went to an escape room. And we did not get out. And I'm like, dang, are we both stupid? We both, we, we both can't be slow. <laughs> Yo, I I try to explain to people that the the cheaper the first date, the more likely it is for y'all to stay together. In my opinion, because it doesn't have to be like if you're looking for some extravagant, I can't like that one chick. I know it was fake. But the one chicken that I'm not going to uh, whatever restaurant oh, that was. Cake factory. I heard about are, that. are you kidding me? Yeah. I'd have put you. Brown bread they got? You don't want no bread? 
I'd have put your ass out. I'd have gave you twenty dollars. Call an Uber. <laughs> I mean, I it's not even that, that you. It's not even that you don't want to go. It's that you turn your phone on to go live mm-hmm. to try to put me on blast. Okay, well, I'm gonna put you on blast. Get out. Yeah. And then, and then when she realized that the bag was about to, be, she was losing the bag because she she thought she was gonna play old boy, and kind of convince him to be a certain way moving forward. Mm-hmm. When old boy was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna take you home." She's like, oh, okay. Well, you know what? Maybe we can beat it. Mm-hmm. But, What's your... I have to agree with you. To be honest, I have to say that it's not about the money that's spent on the first date. It's about the time that I have. If um, I can have a, a very negative experience with someone that's spending a lot of money on me, that has happened. You know, that's not something that just because you spend a lot of money doesn't mean me. You know, my the fact the type of person that I am that doesn't mean that I'm going to like you. So I would rather just have a good time. I'd rather laugh. I'd rather get to know you. And see if we should go on a second date because I don't want to waste my time. I, I love myself. I can be alone. I don't. I don't need to be with anyone. See, that's beautiful right there. I'm gonna cry a little bit. Go ahead, cry. Let me get your tissue. I'm not bad at that. Um, t- totally off topic. What you listening to music wise? But um, I like Nicki Minaj when it comes to rap music or female rappers. I like her. And um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I don't listen to a lot of the, the, the new music. I just kind of feel. Well, wait, wait. What's old school to you, though? Like Marvin Gaye, Nita oh, Baker. Okay. okay. You know, soothing, peaceful, loving music. Okay. Can, you know, blast through my house. Uh, matter of fact, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Brandon Williams. Please look that brother up. No, but I will. Yeah, I had him on. Matter of fact, he's from the city. Um, okay. I just interviewed him uh, a couple hours ago. And dude's catalog is crazy. And he makes great soul music. You know, it ain't auto-tune and none of that shit. It's just really good love, love, love songs. Really well-crafted. Musicianship. Okay, Brandon, Brandon Williams. What is that behind you? The 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 bicycle looking thing. This uh, Will. Yes, that is just fucking with me. That's from Rumpelstiltskin. He he left it to me, in his will. He did. That's right. He, he did. <laughs> so. That's what if anybody, you know, they, they get a little crazy, you know, you know, you know, it's the, the fairy tale. So I just, I keep it, I keep that thing on me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I did not expect that one right there. <laughs> I, I, I gotta be honest. Then, yeah. I don't usually show everybody. This is an exclusive with you. Um, yo, um, if people want to get in touch with you, they want to work with you. Uh, how do they go about doing that? Well, if you want to get in touch with me, 
I am Sierra Angelia on YouTube, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everything. If you would like to book me, um, I have a manager. Her name is Davida Smith, and um, her information is on my Instagram page. If you know, you can contact me through there. What I didn't see was a lot of interviews. From me, I don't really do a lot of interviews. I don't want to do a lot of interviews. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to start doing them more. I just have been, honestly, it's not even just because I've just been saying no, just because it's just, be, it's just been um, the times. I've been very busy and I've been working and I haven't really had a lot of time. So, yeah. No, I thought that shit was dope. I'm like, oh shit, she said yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> and I you, everybody's like, and I'm like, no, you ain't. It's not. It's, I'm busy. I'm busy, but I'm so thankful to everyone that has reached out and you know think that I'm special and want to put me on their platform. I think it's great. I'm very, very thankful and uh, appreciative of that. But yeah, like I said, it's been grind mode over here and tunnel vision. Well. You are the last interview that I'm doing for the year. Oh, okay. Yes, that was intentional. Um, and I got Royce to five nine as the first interview for next year. Awesome. Yeah, so you know, very. We try to be more intentional about the moves we're making. Um, and I absolutely wanted to make sure that I, I interviewed you. Well, thank you so much for having me. Well, you are one. You are one of my favorite actresses of your generation. <laughs> I've thoroughly enjoyed watching you grow, and I, I and I'm absolutely looking forward to to what the future holds. And I, I kind of need you to be, uh, I don't know, the, the 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 next superstar, so that I can uh, say, hey, hold on, I got clips. <laughs> I got you. And you know what? And when I and when I do make supernova status, I'm gonna be like, you know what? It wasn't, but I yeah, that- put another. Yeah, yeah. Um, call that call that old nigga. Yeah. Let's get back on the show. Well, that's what he called himself. I cannot possibly thank you enough. This has been thoroughly enjoyable. Um, oh, I'm not gonna forget this one. Yeah, neither am I. This was so much fun. No, well, I appreciate and it. Enjoy your holidays and happy new year to you. Same to you and happy new year. And yo, I'm never gonna forget that bike thing though. Like that's just been fucking with me the whole time. <laughs> yeah, the rumple still skin left it to you. Yes, in his will. Yeah, in his will. <laughs> <laughs> And 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 shout out to your fiance. Um, congratulations to him too. Um, and and thank you. Thank you. You know, you have a good, great holiday and enjoy New Year. New Year. I can't stop saying New Year's because it's only it's only one day. Only new one. Year <laughs> Eve. That don't even sound right. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't know what I can possibly do for you. But if there's everything, for anything that you need, please don't hesitate to let me know. And I got you. All right. Thank you. Oh, and before you go, I forgot to tell you, if nobody else told you today, I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. That was mm-hmm. so nice. It was a good New Year gift. Yeah, well, I mean it. Like, you're doing your thing. <laughs> thank you. You know, and, and you're doing it in a respectable way. 
Yeah. So <laughs> I appreciate that. From one old head to a youngin. You enjoy. And thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you too. Peace, Queen. Bye. Yo, that was yeah, definitely I'm not gonna forget that, man. Um 2023 has been a, a phenomenal year and ending it with Miss Angelia was the right thing to do. Um Yo, and like I said, I will have Royce to Five Nine as the first interview of next year. And that is on January the 4th at 5 o'clock. Oh, wow. That's dope. Um, so we got a lot of, you know, we, 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 we're we going to be a lot more intentional. Um, if you are trying to get on the show, make sure you reach out to Rita. And let me make sure, uh, and I got to see what's going on with this uh, Instagram while I'm at it, too. And let me make sure that I got her, uh, okay, her Instagram correctly. It's Carita, C-A-R-I-T-A, Montez Miller on Instagram. You want to you wanna, uh, sponsor the show? You want to book some ad space? You want to get on the show? Whatever, whatnot. Um, make sure you reach out to her. And please do not forget to like, subscribe, and share uh, on the YouTube channel that is Intellectually Petty Radio. And I appreciate that, Miss Alexander. I thoroughly in, in, enjoyed it. Um, and, and good luck to you, too. Um, so shout out to you. Um, and on that note, I don't know if I'm forgetting anything, but I'm old. Um, I'm out of here. Y'all have a good one. Oh, shout out to my guy, John. What's going on, bro? And James, yo, yes, he is. Um, anyway, uh, healthcare, mental health, I would love to collab. Well, shit, you know, you never know. Hit me up. I'm out.